Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. We did it. We did it. (laughs) Y'all, we made it to one year, and you've got to know about me. I am a quitter. Um, It doesn't matter how successful something is or is not. I do not follow most things through other than being a mother and for some reason being a wife, which is beautiful because I have such a loving husband. And the only other thing I could say I've been faithful to in my lifetime is my relationship with God. It it, it becomes an angry relationship, a little tumultuous sometimes, but you know, his love never fails, so mine's has not fallen or failed either. I've questioned it and questioned him, but for the most part, like I started a business, it was doing well. I quit it anyway. I had my online magazine, which is free, uh, newsletter, excuse me, Motivational Monthly. I stopped that for no reason. I was writing for three other magazines. The articles were doing awesomely. It was um, nationally uh, syndicated. I I stopped all that. I pulled my books off the shelves. I don't know why success or doing wonderful things and getting um, acknowledgement for it has always been something I haven't handled well, but... I am trying to turn my future around so that the great things I try to do, um, I let them grow and I water them and feed them and nourish them and love them as anybody that wanted to do successful things for others have done. So at my one year podcast, I'm going to have a double blessing today. First, this short podcast for me, and then later on, it will be my um, one of my favorite people um, in a podcast with me, an interview between the two of us. So today, I wanted to talk about my love of certain things. So I've, I've made it clear, you know, I'm not into makeup and I don't go get my hair done. I just started getting my nails done about two years ago, but I keep them short. I just get them dipped. Um, I'm really not into anything girly, but shoes. People know I absolutely love my heels and clothes. So I think I've said before, I can wear something different every day of the year and it wouldn't phase me. Um, But that does include jeans and, um, you know, a few casual clothes I have. I don't own a pair of flat shoes. Um, They're all heels, tennis shoes, and I own a few pair of sandals. That's it. But I want to tell you guys, be careful about what kind of relationship you have with things. You know, um, if you are so excited about things... You, you might be missing something because things can be taken from you at any time. And those things can be replaced, but people can't be replaced. And they also can be taken from you at any time. So place your love 
When you say, ooh, I love shoes. Ooh, I love spaghetti. <laughs> oh my God, I love my ring. I love my wedding ring. Be careful how you place those words. Love the people around you, you guys. Love the people investing their time and energy into your life. And love the people whose time and energy of your own you've been placing into their lives. Now, I'm going to tell you a quick story. And if I've told you before, it's okay. I could tell it again. Um, apparently, I have new listeners. I have more than doubled my listeners and my followers in the last month. And I am so grateful. Thank you all for listening and following my podcast. I'm not always on point, you guys. I'll be the first to tell you. I say things sometimes and I'll get a phone call or an email or, or you know, I'll have a conversation and I'll see, you know, wow, I wasn't right on point about that. And it's okay. It's okay because I'm speaking of how I feel in that moment. You know, I don't speak out of anger. But I can speak out of pain. This is a safe place. And I keep telling people, you know, there's no perfection anywhere in this world. My podcasts are far from it. I speak my heart. But let me tell you guys, back in probably 2000, 2000, um, I lived in an apartment. I had left my first husband and I had got a, an apartment that had, you know, people who lived over me. There were two-story apartments. It was the kind of apartment you didn't have a back door. You had one way in and one way out. So you walk through this main door, and once you walk through that main door, there were apartments on your left and right, and you could go up a flight of stairs, and there were apartments on the left and right. I hope I gave you a visual. So as soon as you walked into my building, my apartment was the very first door on the left. I had a neighbor across the hall on the right and behind her, there was a neighbor and behind me, there was a neighbor and upstairs, there was another quad of apartments. And then you could walk out of our door and walk into the next door and there would be another quad on the bottom and top. All right. So my neighbor directly across the hall, her son. He was four, her youngest. She had three boys between the ages of, I think, 11 and four. I think it was four, eight, and 11. Anyway, I guess she worked nights because sometimes I would come out and he would be outside in his underwear or naked or in the hallway in his underwear or naked. And I would beat on her door till she opened it to give her her child. And one time I remember I couldn't get her to open her door. He was in just a pair of underwear and I took him into my apartment and I had him in there and I was very upset because I was on my way somewhere and I couldn't leave him out, you know, and I couldn't get her to open her door. So I took him in my apartment, never called 911 on her, just took him into my apartment until, you know, I can't remember if either A, I finally got her to wake up or she woke up on her own and knocked on my door and retrieved her son. But this particular night, I was awakened. It was probably 1, 2 o'clock in the morning um, by pounding on my door. There was a fire. So I left my apartment, you know, with my kids. And it was cold. This is Virginia. 
So it was cold. It's early in the morning. I've got on night clothes. My kids got on night clothes. And, you know, the fire department was there. And it was our building that was on fire. So by the time they put the fire out, you know, I had pretty much, I didn't have any fire damage, but I had water and smoke damage in my apartment. My neighbor across the hall had fire damage. The apartment above her had fire damage and the apartment above mine had water damage. I'm not sure about the apartments behind ours, but that I do know. So I was very upset, very upset the next day. Um, you know, uh, we all had to find somewhere else. Red Cross put us up at hotels and the police came to my hotel room and was asking me about um, the fire and the kids. And I didn't know anything about the fire nor her kids. I had my kids and they let me know then that the young lady had told them I was supposed to be watching her kids. And I can't express to you how mad I was. I had volunteered more than once to watch this lady's kids because she did not have any heat. And I would t tell her her kids could stay at my house and she was against it. Oh, no. Um, one of her ex-boyfriends lived in the complex and he would watch the kids, she told me. And, you know, she was going to get her heat taken care of. So as far as I knew, he had her kids at night. Well, apparently she told the police that. The agreement was I was to have her kids that night. I was incensed. I was mad. I wanted to whip her tail for lying. And I told them absolutely not. Um, I had volunteered. I knew she didn't have heat. I knew, you know, I was just mad, very mad. Um, come to find out, her baby died in that fire. So she was like trying to get the blame off of her for not being home. And I found out she was not at work. She was at the club. Now, I heard mixed stories and I don't know what's true, but one story was she was stripping at a strip club to make more money so she could take care of her kids. I didn't believe that because I know her, but um, I didn't know her, know her. And I, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I'm being honest when I say she didn't have the kind of body or look you would expect a stripper to have. Doesn't mean she wasn't a stripper. The other story was she was out, you know, hanging out in the club and left her kids at home alone. And the third story was she was at work. I don't know what was true, but what I do know is for warmth, she had space heaters and the boys all slept in one bed. And it was very, very cold. So the oldest boy pulled the space heater closer to the bed. And the cover caught fire. He couldn't put the fire out. So instead, what he was doing was getting his brothers out of the apartment. Remember, he was 11. Well, the youngest one was scared and he ran in the closet and hid. And the oldest boy kept trying to find his brother and he couldn't. And... He started becoming overcome by the smoke. He had already got his middle, his eight-year-old brother out. And he could not get his baby brother as hard as he tried. He even got burned trying to get his brother. But he could not get his brother out of that place. And the baby died in that fire. So 
All I knew from the police at the time was the baby died and she told them I was supposed to be watching the kids. And of course, you know, they never came back and bothered me. So I knew they believed my story, but eventually I was allowed back in my apartment to recover whatever I could. And I had over 200 pair of shoes at the time. And I just loved the fact I had so many pair of shoes and my kids had every kind of toy you could imagine. And, you know, it was just, I was living okay. Um, The rent was cheap. I was working full time and I'd left my husband. I had a nice car, but I was so upset when I walked in there because my shoes, the ones that weren't water damaged, the smell of smoke was horrible. I couldn't take any of my kids clothes and my clothes and my shoes and their shoes and their toys. The only thing I remember recovering out of that apartment besides pots and pans and dishes was my big screen TV. And back then, you guys, it wasn't like these TVs me and my husband have all around our house that I can just, even at 65 and 75 inches, I could just pick up and carry from room to room. Um, These TVs were on wheels and you could literally set all kinds of stuff on top of them, pictures and knickknacks, and they were on wheels. And my TV, it was huge, but it was on wheels. And I put a few boxes of my dishes and stuff on top of my TV and rolled it because the apartment complex gave me another apartment, but it was on the opposite side of the street. So I put these boxes on top of the TV and just rolled it across the street and went back and, you know, with my car and got the rest of my pots and pans and dishes. But for the most part, I didn't recover anything else. Even my pictures, I, I'm upset to this. <laughs> I almost said the wrong thing. I was very upset that all my oldest daughters, her, her pictures, her her award. She was always a a very bright kid. You know, if you didn't hear her interview Superwoman the other day, go back and listen to it. But everything I had of her, her pictures, everything was ruined from the water damage. And, um, you know, I cried about that. I was upset and I was probably more upset about my shoes than even that. You know, their kids, they're toys, you know, they outgrow toys and, um, you know, pictures were ruined and I can't replace pictures because back then we used cameras. It wasn't in my phone. So these pictures had been, um, developed and enlarged and framed and, and they were photo albums. We have photo albums and things like that. I lost all that. And I literally wanted to fight this girl. I wanted to fight her because she lied on me and um, I couldn't find her. I looked for her. I wanted to put my hands on her. You guys, one day I was talking to somebody and I was saying how I had lost all this stuff. And she was like, oh my God, that was you, that fire. I said, well, it was my neighbor. The fire started in her place, but I was across the hall. I lost everything in the fire because of water damage and and smoke. And she said, oh my God, but thank Lord you didn't lose a child. I heard that the person lost a child. 
Could you imagine losing a child? Conviction. Here I am wanting to beat up somebody who lost the child for lying on me. Now, she might have went back and told the police, you know what, I lied. Or, you know what, I was scared. No matter what happened, they never came back to me again. They could have even been lying. Just to see my reaction, to see what I would say. I don't know. I don't know how they operate. But I wanted to fight somebody who lost a child because I lost shoes and pictures. Toys and furniture. And mind you, something I haven't said. People donate when that happens. And I had more clothes. You know, maybe not the clothes I had before. Maybe not the shoes I had before. Maybe not the toys for my kids I had before. Maybe not the knickknacks. But I had furniture donated. I had more pots and pans and dishes donated. I had knickknacks donated. Clothes, shoes, toys. More than I could even store. For my kids that I had still. To put in the room they still had. No smoke inhalation for my kids. No being consumed by fire for my kids. But I put my value in things. I missed the point that this lady lost a child. A four-year-old human being died in that fire. Which means a piece of her died in that fire which means that 11 year old who tried so desperately to get his brother probably never recovered from that fire and the lady across the hall was mad about shoes and wanted to fight (laughs) this brings tears to my eyes 22 years later, you guys, because I never stopped praying for that family after that. The words of that lady who didn't even know what I wanted to do convicted me, reduced me. And I was young. I was 30. Then I was 30. Convicted me. Now here I am today, more clothes than I've ever had. Nice clothes, nice clothes. Not as many shoes as I used to have. I don't have 200 pair of shoes anymore. But guess what my clothes are? (laughs) They're just an article for me to put on my body. I do love the fact I have nice clothes, but I don't put a lot of money or effort into them. Like if I'm somewhere and I see a nice outfit for $200 and I have $200 on me, I'm going to buy it. But at the same time, if I go through Kohl's and I see a nice outfit for $29.99, I'm going to buy it. If I'm at Walmart and I need some workout clothes and they have some stuff that I like, I'm going to buy it. If I'm at Sam's and I need a new workout jacket, I'm going to buy it. I don't have to be coached and fendied up. Matter of fact, I don't even own coach or fendy. I think the most expensive thing I own are a $400 pair of shades. 
But guess what, you guys? If I lost any of that stuff, I wouldn't lose a night's sleep. Because I know my kids are healthy and my husband is healthy and they're all happy and my grandkids are beautiful and I got both parents still and I have two brothers that are amazing. I have friends that I love. I have a friend that I love dearly, my best friend for life. She was murdered at an early age and um, I mourn her death. Still, I talk to her all the time. I talk to my grandma all the time. Because they were important. More important than the shoes in my closet today. More important than the clothes hanging up today. More important than Lucille, which is my car. Is the people I surround myself with that God so loved me. And gave me to utilize in love. And when I say utilize, I mean talk to, spend time with. My cousins, I adore. My friends, I adore. I love them all. So much more important than the jewelry I wear. The thought of them is so much more important to me than the thought of how I'm going to wear my hair today. What clothes I'm going to throw on today. I'm going out to dinner tonight with one of my favorite cousins. Of course, I've already thought about what I'm going to throw on tonight. How I'm going to fix my hair. But she won't notice. She might tell me, oh, you look beautiful. And I might tell her the same. But what's more important is the quality time I'm going to spend with her. So you guys... I just want to remind you, things are replaceable. We lose them. We grow out of them. We give them away. We sell them. Or we keep them forever. But they're still things. They're replaceable. People are not things. And they are not replaceable. Love on them. This is your girl, Sonia McQueen. Thank you for giving me this year. I appreciate you all. And maybe we constantly grow. Remember Motivational Monthly. It's free. If you want a copy, sonia.mcqueen69 at outlook.com. It, it, I could send it to an individual, a church, an organization. It doesn't matter. Keep listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. My books, um, I'll start talking about them later on in the year. All right. Thank you so much. One year, baby.